You're listening to Liz and Nick. I arrive at the office informed. Something you just can't question. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. All right. So we don't have a big uh, big voice guy stager for our new elements that we've added to the Liz Calloway Show. Liz, of course, is off today spending time with some family in from Chicago. Uh, but we've got Justice Served, 15th Circuit Solicitor Jimmy Richardson. How are you today? I'm doing great. Good. I'm telling you, it doesn't even feel right to be in here without Liz. I know, and you're sitting in the Queen's throne. I've already uh, changed her passwords. Oh, a lot of you? stuff going on oh. with her computer. Yeah. So <laughs> I bet it'll be a while before she takes off again. <laughs> great. She'll probably just come in and go, well, I can't work today. I'm out of here. It's all you, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. No, please don't. Hey, I wanted to play something for you real quick because I thought this would be a great way. I, when I heard this happen last week, late last week, I want to say it was Thursday. I right away immediately I thought of you. And it'd be a great way for you to explain some things. And I want to get your opinion. Is DeSantis right or wrong to do what he did? And here is the audio. Listen to this. You don't elect people in one part of the state to have veto power over what the entire state decides on these important issues. The Constitution of Florida has vested the veto power in the governor not an individual state attorneys. And so when you flagrantly violate your oath of office, when you make yourself above the law, uh, you have violated your duty, uh, you have neglected your duty, and you are displaying a lack of competence uh, to be able to perform those duties. And so today we are suspending state attorney Andrew Warren effective immediately. We are not going to allow this uh, pathogen that's been around the country of ignoring the law. We are not going to let that get a foothold here in the state of Florida. We are going to make sure that our laws are enforced uh, and that no individual prosecutor puts himself above the law. See, now the reason why I saved that for you, and we're in with uh, 15th Circuit Solicitor Jimmy Richardson, thank you so much, is I wanted to see how you felt about that. Do you agree with that move? I agree with it 100%. You know, um, I, I preach this every day to my people um, at the office. Uh, it's It really goes into the stay in your lane speech. Mm. Nick? Um, our government, and I, I do believe that it is um, ideas that our founding fathers, I believe it was blessed by God. It's, uh, it is the most wonderful system in the world. Uh, but it breaks down powers to keep it from all consolidating in one spot. Um, we break down government not only between federal and state, but in those two categories, we break it down executive, legislative, and judicial. Um, three different branches, and they act as checks and balances. Now, as executive, as my part, my job, I work under the chief executive for the state of South Carolina is Henry McMaster. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the Supreme Court, um, and they're head of the judiciary. And then um, legislative, you know, you got all of the whips and all of that stuff. The legislative group makes the law. So if, if you know, I get these, this should be a law or that shouldn't be a law, 
Um, I get those calls all the time. I don't make the law. You know, I, I really don't even like weighing in on what is right and wrong. You elect um, representatives for that. You um, elect senators for that, state and federal. They're the ones that make the law. I execute the law that they make. So if we have um, a law, and I hope uh, from a personal standpoint, I, I don't want the legalization of drugs. Mm -hmm. But once they legalize marijuana, and that's coming, we will quit prosecuting marijuana cases. What happens, and I think it, it deals a lot with just huge egos, but a prosecutor somewhere, more times, uh, you very rarely see prosecutors, but you always see judges that say, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. A, a judge, you don't get to write the law. You don't get to um, figure out what you want to uh, prosecute or not. You shouldn't be doing anything but calling um, balls and strikes. Is that, that the legislate from the bench phrase? Exactly. And that's where you see it a lot more than you see in prosecutors. But, Nick, across this country, and um, I promise you every listener on here has heard about George Soros. Mm -hmm. And um, the misconception is that George Soros is going out and buying elections, federal elections, presidents. Um, now, he throws money around at that sort of stuff, too. But the place that you see in St. Louis, in, in D.C., in Arlington, Virginia, in Los Angeles, in Philadelphia, those people that have taken over in those huge cities, Chicago, have all been George Soros candidates mm -hmm. because you can flip a prosecutor, uh, a state prosecutor in a city with about $300,000, which is uh, chicken scratch to, to George. Yeah. Um, it would take millions and millions, probably a billion, to flip a presidential election. Mm -hmm. So all of his money has gone to flipping and putting in place prosecutors just like the one—now, I don't know this guy. I, I know a lot of the prosecutors across uh, the nation, and I was listening for his name when you played it. I don't know him. But that is going on all over. And Nick, way bigger than uh, at least Governor DeSantis stopped that immediately. What's happening in San Francisco and Los Angeles— with the recalls, mm -hmm. it's prosecutors that are doing the same thing, saying, I will not prosecute um, shoplifting. I will not prosecute these sort of crimes. Well, look, Hoss, it ain't your call as to what—you uh, don't get to write the law. Uh, that is—you can do that, but you got to give up that good gig where you get all of the government paycheck, and then you got to go out and be a legislator. If you want to write laws— mm -hmm. You need to give up your job as prosecutor and go write them. If you want to write laws, I, you know, this is an ugly um, fuss that we get in a good bit with the judges. But if you want to write the law, you need to give up the robe. Nothing says you can't go get elected. In fact, I wish South Carolina had elected judges. That way, if, if you want liberal judges um, in Collington County or Charleston, you elect liberal judges. Mm -hmm. If you want... Um, conservative judges, you elect conservative judges. But uh, again, that's not my place. That's just an opinion. I don't get to say how uh, people are elected or who 
serves under what. There's a lot to that, though. And if you don't, like the governor in Florida, if you don't put your foot down pretty quickly, mm-hmm. the next thing you know, it's uh, deciding, well, these, these whole set of crimes I'm not going to prosecute. We've got uh, Jimmy Richardson uh, in our 15th Circuit solicitor. Question for you on, on the DeSantis move. Some are saying it's just, you know, political nonsense, and it's like, I don't necessarily think so. I think it's kind of a warning shot. Say, this will happen if you don't, as you just pointed out, follow the laws of our state. That means if this person commits a crime, you charge him with that crime. You don't get to—what's that phrase always tossed around in law and order? Prosecutorial discretion. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't get to do that, especially in some of these things where, I mean, you've got businesses that are, are caving in because, like you said, in L.A., well, we're not going to process for, you know, prosecute rather for uh, shoplifting. And then you've got teams. These are professional hit teams that come in there and steal everything. And nobody gets that. I mean, everybody thinks your first thought, and we're conditioned this way, but your first thought is somebody just needs something to eat and they're stealing a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, they have actually planned it out. Um, they know what the um, security people at Walgreens can do and what they can't do. Mm-hmm. And they go in and grab big loads of stuff at Target or wherever else. And then this stuff is uh, sold over the Internet. Um, we, we broke up several rings of this in Myrtle Beach. Really? Yeah. They, I mean, and, and in those cases, um, it was people stealing from Target. And anytime you're seeing, um, we don't we don't have DVDs much anymore mm-hmm. because of the streaming. But when you see Lonesome Dove or one of those box sets right. go on there for thirty dollars, and it costs the retailer thirty five to buy it, right? Um, there's a problem, right? But uh, it's people that have stolen all of these. They've taken it to these um, shops. And um, I don't want to get sued, so I won't go into which shops. They take it, then it's sold over the Internet for less than what the the, uh, retailer could have charged. Less than a wholesale. Yeah. 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 So So you think it was a good move from DeSantis? uh, I think it is. I think it is a shot over the bow. I don't know what politics— uh, play into it. Well, that's the left. They they immediately scream, oh, he's just posturing and it's just nonsense. It's not going to mean anything. So I, I beg to differ. I think it does send a warning shot, as, as you stated, for the folks that are thinking of maybe doing that or maybe even bigger. Maybe it lets Soros know, since we brought him up, he's in He's in on that game. It's like, watch out. I, I see what you're doing here. I can I can tell you that for the longest time um, we we would take this men's trip to Philadelphia and the Amish country and um, it was just a great trip um, just to get together with twenty or so guys. Um, I hadn't gone uh, we hadn't done it since COVID, but my son last year uh, last July he wanted. Uh, to go see a game in Philadelphia, uh, a baseball game, and the Braves are playing. So we went up. And, Nick, I swear to you, and it's all because of the prosecutor, but that um, city has really gone to pot in no time. Uh, and it was alarming because I had really, you know, people um, had always said, hey, this is a dangerous place. But as a tourist going I was like, man, this is the birthplace of democracy. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing wrong with this place. There's Liberty Bell. That's Ben Franklin's house. It's, you know, all of this stuff. 
um, it really has gone uh, downhill just because someone has made the decision, I'm going to prosecute or not prosecute certain sort of crimes, and lawlessness uh, runs everywhere. So um, the good thing uh, about this for me is um, if you don't like the system, I tell people all the time, change your representative mm -hmm. or change your senator. That's how this is supposed to work. I don't write the rules. Um, you know, we, we enforce uh, what comes down the pipe. And if something is illegal, um, the police go out and make an arrest, and then we prosecute it. Right. And the, the clear, easy way is if you don't like that, then change the rules. Now, is that, does that seem to be some of uh, most of the love letters you get? Is people just automatically assume, well, you can decide not to prosecute, or you listen to this sob story and say, well, I get that, so then I'll hold off, and I won't prosecute here. And they don't understand that, do they? No. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of the, the love letters I get is from the jail, honestly. <laughs> so um, they, they have a vested interest in um, having me not prosecute a particular uh, type of crime. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but it is. It, it's a tough concept to wrap your mind around. I've had it before, Nick, where judges would say, hand me that file. And uh, this may seem simple, but, you know, I said, I can't give you this file. Um, I can give it to the AG and let somebody other than me prosecute it. Mm -hmm. But you're the judiciary. You're not the prosecutor. What's, I, the, what's the motivation behind that, you think? It's, um, I, you know, the judge has found uh, this is going to be a, a situation uh, where you need to recuse yourself from. Um, and there is a mechanism in place where he said, hey, you know, this guy is saying this. Uh, I want you out of this case. Um, we can do that. There's a mechanism. Mm -hmm. And I bet you this guy don't know the attorney general. And I've got 10,000 cases. So given away one to the AG, that's, that's fine by me. What I can't do without violating my oath is to hand you my red file, Judge. I can give it to the AG because he is executive also. Right. I can give it to another prosecutor in Beaufort or Berkeley or any other B word, but I can't give it to you. Now, is that is that more than just protocol? Is that actually the way things are done? I mean, is that like, I wouldn't say law, but it, it, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, protocol insinuates that it's just something that the, this is how we do it. But you can't give it to the judge. Why? What is the particular reason why? It's a separation of powers. There it is. The, the judge is, um, he's there just as a referee. The litigants, the prosecution and the defense, those are the guys that are actually playing the football game. Mm -hmm. The judge don't need to be blocking, knocking down a ball. There you go. You know what? I feel bad. Uh, we're in with 15th Circuit Solicitor Jimmy Richardson. I don't think we got to anything you want to talk about. No, it's fine. I I, the, the, I just want to educate people, um, and this, this is a perfect, um, uh, timely situation that we could go through and say, hey, you know, this is some things that we rarely think about, mm -hmm. but there are separation of powers. Absolutely. It's funny. I often wonder when you see and you talk to people, it's like, do they not teach that in school anymore? If they do, some people are absent for that day in class. <laughs> must be. Must be. 
So do you think this is going to have a ripple effect across the United States? I think it's, um, in baseball terms, it's high and tight. It's probably saying this is what is acceptable in Los Angeles is not acceptable in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's probably um, all that it'll take uh, to get everybody straight. Okay. Very good. Uh, Next time you come in, you can talk about some of the other things you've been working on, some of the other cases. I know. Sorry, we Perfect. went off on this tangent, but I appreciate your time, sir, and thanks for being kind to me. No Liz today, so you're stuck with me. Yes, well, I've enjoyed it. I'll see you in two weeks. All right, sounds good. Jimmy Richardson, of course, our 15th Circuit Solicitor. We're going to check in with our market update, also known as the joke segment, coming up in a couple.